over a year, but now Suckpod is back. Welcome oh. back, slime puppies. <laughs> Let's Did go. Did you miss us? Oh my Did gosh. Did you fucking miss us like we missed you, like we missed the freaking Roy family? It's been a like, minute. It's been a minute, and we are like ramped up. We originally were just going to record like what monday tuesday but this is legit right after it aired and we have to just give our immediate reaction to that premiere we could not wait we just could not wait i need to know straight off the bat what do you rate the premiere like out of 10 10 out of 10 10 out of 10 10 out of 10 you know when the news broke um a couple weeks ago that this was going to be the last season officially i think I, i don't know how you felt but i was surprised honestly i thought there was yep. at least gonna be five seasons um i was a little taken aback that that they were wrapping it up and the way that it kind of came out so quickly and so abruptly that this was it and um i was like okay you know like what do we do now and then the first episode came out you know like an hour ago and I'm blown away. Like I'm right back into it. I'm I'm right back into the drama. I'm right back into, you know, everything that's going on. And I just can't wait to see this show uh finish strong. I really can't. It's it's gonna be amazing. Okay, so I need to know also, I give it a nine out of ten. I wanna know, like, rank your season premieres in order, mm. like of one to four. Ooh, season premieres. Well, I think season one, like I, I just didn't know what that show was going to be, right? So I feel like that probably is in, the, in fourth, right? And then, oh man, I'm trying to think how season two and three even started. Okay, season two started, wasn't that when he had to go to like the rehab? Oh, right, right, right. He's right? in rehab, like, he, yeah. The wedding, right? Because he just killed someone who said yes. he never killed anyone. The oh my god yeah and that was and that was the the premiere for season three i mean i feel like the energy of season three was like just so loud and just so like let's go like kendall was ready to just rip into logan so i think that's one i think that comes in first place second place i think was uh was tonight right like i think just all of the the combination of comedy, but also seeing the the siblings come together was just so amazing. So I think I have to put that Agreed. in two. And then third would be by default um, when Kendall was getting out of rehab, which I actually thought was really a great episode in of itself of just like seeing him in that pool, you know, having him go on the news uh, at his fucking like lowest. He literally. was so small, like. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's definitely my ranking. It's definitely season three, season four, season two, and then season one. Yeah, only because season one, I just didn't, I, I didn't even get into the show until literally the last episode of season one. Like, I watched it during the pandemic, but like, I wasn't interested in it. I, it was just a show that I was like, you know what? I just decided to stick with it. Fuck it. And then I ended up liking it at the end of season one. And then, you know, it was time for season three to premiere by the time, like, it came back, I believe. And it was just so, so good. But tonight, this premiere, I think that what was so, I think my favorite thing about it was seeing the siblings work. 
together yeah and they're like all on the same side and no like secret motives and they're all really just trying to okay what are we doing next and then they get this fucking opportunity of a fucking lifetime yeah and i just was like how are they going to outsmart like because it takes all of them well all three of them to outsmart logan so it was just so interesting to see like how it fucking works to 100%. see the fallout from from freaking you know where tom is and you know there was a Snake. question looming there's a question looming of like did shiv know you know that tom was the one who did mm. that and how she would react to it and we got answers to that totally almost immediately oh, yeah. yeah i'm glad they didn't beat around the bush there um, thank god and it's just so great to see like a new dynamic on the show of the siblings coming together because so far succession has always been about, okay, who will succeed Logan Roy? Who will be the the person that takes over the company? Will it be none of them? Will it be you know two of them? And they've always been kind of having this infighting and it's taken up until this point for them to realize, okay, no, we need, we need to work together. Um, it's the only way that we're going to be able to take them down and, and figure out, you know, how we're going to kind of divide up this empire or who, or fight out for the empire. So it's really refreshing to see them all together. It's amazing. Um, but I mean, what, like, what was just like your initial kind of like thoughts, just seeing them in the beginning of that episode, like pitching, I guess, a company, it looked like they were starting like a new tech company. The 100. Yes. The 100. It sounds like something us in our last two brain cells would like put together. Yeah. <laughs> the last one. <laughs> but um, it was, it wasn't what I expected. I don't know what I expected. I think that for some reason, I thought we were going to pick up like right, right, right after where mm. what happened last season right but instead we've had some time mm-hmm. um you know that he's selling the, the company or whatever is going on and they're moving on to another adventure and they've come together and they decided you know they want to do this and i don't i was hoping that you know this is not what was going to happen because I don't want to see them, like, you know, build a new company and and all that shit. Like, I want to see them play dirty. Yeah. I want to see exactly what the fuck we got tonight. And that would have been... Disappoint. Yeah. That would have been such a pivot if this season was just them trying to build, like, a tech company. By the way, the 100s just sounds like if you fed, like, an AI, <laughs> like, think of a company, like, a really you buzzy gonna company. You yeah, based off of just like all of the buzzy media companies in the past five years, like literally. Yeah. What did they describe it as? To they were like, uh, oh, it's Substack. Yeah, meets. Substack meets like uh, like Buzzfeed or something. Like just <laughs> just making no sense whatsoever. Um, but you know, I love that they're all just like in it together, and 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 even before they do the whole pivot of like trying to take over Pierce. Yeah. It seems like they they were working well together. Like it was cool to see that. Yeah. Yeah, like even like even though this was just like normal sibling greeting like it wasn't it was interesting to me when when Shiv came in and she gave Roman like a kiss on the cheek. Like it just mm. 
it showed to me that it's like, okay, they really got it together. They're on one accord. They see that they're stronger together. And like, they're about to like, just say, you know, fuck our dad. We're making our names. We were new gen Roy's and we're making a name for ourselves. New gen Roy's. But then, but then at the same time, once they got the first opportunity, they kind of like pivoted over to, okay, let's take over this company. And I want to know though, do you think that because it seems that Roman is still like he's still the baby one, mm-hmm. but he's he's still very scared of his father. He totally loves his father, you know, he adores his father. I think in the preview we saw that um he apparently like texted Logan on his birthday. So it do you think that mm. Roman might be like a factor that like fucks up this whole plan that they got going yeah i mean i think what's interesting about roman i think he's always been the most like business oriented and i think we might have spoken about this last season on the podcast of like he is the one that actually has like the most like nuts and bolts kind of like operating knowledge knows how to make good decisions and as of this first episode both Shiv and Kendall have motives for going after their father. Like Shiv's marriage is a mess. You know, she also wants to get back at Tom, who's of course like paired up with Logan. You know, Kendall has always been trying to get take his father down. So Roman's really the only one that's still like, and I think it's also because he's the youngest, but it's like yeah. in his mind, he's like, okay, maybe there is still a path where we can all be a happy family. Like I, I do believe he thinks that deep, deep down. And I think he also is a realist and he knows how powerful and strong his father is. And in in many ways, I think this episode, we see him trying to like, hey, like maybe we should just move away from this, right? He's saying like, no, 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 let's stick with the 100. Like we don't have to deal with our father. But of course, you know, his siblings are going to pull him back in. It just goes to show like how much of a shark Shiv really is though. Like, Mm-hmm. And people would argue that Kendall is most like Logan, and I'm like, nah, it's Shiv. Like Shiv yeah. is, although she kind of like straddles the fence of her political aspirations, mm-hmm. you know, wanting to work in there. But when it comes to like business decision making, she's a fucking shark. Yeah, and I think that's so that's so interesting to watch because I think that Kendall will always get in the way of himself somehow. Totally. So when it comes down to it, although I I think that we ask ourselves, I think every episode, who do we think it's going to be in the end? And, you know, that got completely destroyed last, you know, last season during the last episode. But I just think that it should be Shiv if we were, having that same question of who should take over the company because she is a fucking beast, bro. She has that same, that same vindictive personality that her father has. Like even in the beginning when, when Tom calls her and says, yeah, like I had, I had drinks with, with Naomi Pierce, right? Like I had social drinks. Yeah. yeah, She immediately hangs up and goes to her siblings and like, yeah, they're sleeping together a hundred percent, like just jumps to the conclusion She's um, able yeah. to like separate like the emotional from 
what is real also like even though they mm. have their like vulnerable moment at the end of the episode where they're yeah they're like okay this is the dissolution of our marriage like it's over for real right. now like before we were like dancing around it um but now it's like we have to make that fucking decision but she is able to just like separate those two and it's so fucking cutthroat she is her father's totally. daughter yeah it is interesting about tom and shiv where i do feel like it's it's one relationship in the show that is really dramatic and really sad even though there's all these like funny other kind of chaotic characters and you know tom and greg's dynamic is a whole other thing that we can get into but the disgusting bros yeah the disgusting bros but but shiv and tom are definitely this like really like tragic love story of you know two people that came together really for almost political purposes right for like Mm -hmm. business political purposes and you know i guess my question is do you think tom ever loved shiv i think tom 100 percent loved shiv but i don't think that shiv loved tom Mm. do you do you are you asking because you feel that Tom is ha- is is where he wants to be now. He's right underneath Logan. Like mission accomplished yeah. and he doesn't care that it basically cost him his marriage. Well, I think this is one of those things where he, as a character, like Tom has got what he always wanted, which is to be close to Logan. Like he's done it. But right. is it really what he needs as a person, as as a as a character, as someone that you know, has finally made it to the top, but just like Logan, and I think part of this episode, you see it, Tom sees Logan as like, oh my God, like it's really lonely at the top. And in many ways, Tom has now made it there as well. And of course, he's also lonely. And I think that's where you kind of see those moments where he's like, when he asked Logan at his birthday party, like, um, you know, like, what do you think about Shiv and I getting a divorce? You know what I mean? Like, I think he's trying to, to kind of like, one kind of cozy in with logan but also be like hey you know you've obviously been through divorces and are currently alone like am i making the wrong decision here and logan brushes him off but i think tom is starting to grapple with this in his own mind of like okay like it's happening it's happening yeah like i'm i've made it but i'm also now about to be really really alone and even that last scene with shiv and and tom i mean that that apartment just looks so depressing the dogs in the cage the dog doesn't fucking recognize yeah, her scent. exactly it's dark he's like has all this fucking wrinkled shirt looking like father time mm-hmm. it's just like a man destroyed but also at the top of this game which is really it's just like can you have it all but at the same yeah. time i don't know i don't know if i agree with you on the sense of i feel like tom and Shiv were doomed from the start. So it ended up in Tom's favor mm. rather than I I thought it was going to end up in Shiv's favor. You know, Tom would like either, I don't know, he'd go down for some shit or, mm-hmm. you know, Logan would exile him. It actually ended up a completely opposite way of what I thought it was going to be. Like Tom's the man now. So I think that he has kind of not the upper hand because obviously she's his daughter. She's always going to have the upper hand, but it, it can't really go in 
much better for Tom because at the end of the day, him and Shiv weren't really, and in my opinion, ever really in love like that. Like mm, you thought it was always a, a kind of power arrangement for Shiv. For Shiv, it okay. was just an arrangement. For Tom, it mm. was it was an arrangement to get him, you know, higher status. But he is genuinely like in love with her. Like, look at her; she's right. She's worth a billion fucking bucks. Like, I mean, I think we all want to date Shiv, but it's just like he came out on top because it was never going to work. And Shiv always had like a side dude, in my opinion, like that 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 one guy. And like they were always going to have this open relationship, even on their fucking wedding night, you know. Mm -hmm. So I think that he he got out like right in the nick of time he made the right decision yeah because where would he be now think about like like think about if he didn't make that savage ass um decision to tell logan you know last season when he told logan he would be on the side of the siblings who are basically trying to either create their own company or you know acquired the pierce company and like that doesn't do shit for tom Mm. that's true he he kind of like finessed i don't know i think that we underestimate tom here so then what does it look like what does it look like for tom to like win at the end of the day is it just to be close to logan and get a high position and whatever logan's you know next step is or what do you think that's a great question. I have, I think that whatever it is, he's on track to it. Whatever it is, he's on track to it. Hmm. And because even if whatever, if, if whatever Logan has planned falls through, he has that favor of Logan and he has like that experience also. And he walked away clean from cruises, you know? Hmm, so, right. Yeah. He didn't get arrested. <laughs> yeah so it's just insane Uh, okay so enough about shiv and tom we have to talk about the funniest shit that was happening 100 entire episode greg yes and bridget bridget is like the new supreme i'm (laughs) obsessed with her i'm obsessed with her big ass bag oh my god the bag she asked Logan for a selfie they should have they I would pay a million okay well I don't have them I would pay ten dollars for them to film a scene of her asking for a selfie oh my gosh I know it's interesting that they didn't actually show like you only see what she's done through the way Tom describes her which I think is (laughs) such brilliant writing um but I mean this is another reason why I think this is one of the best you know, first episodes of succession because they immediately jumped into the humor. Like they immediately went there with these like side characters and, you know, it's unclear, like, is she from the Pierce family? Like, are they related? I think they said she was like a distant cousin or something, you know? So someone that's like inside the deal, she's taking photos. I mean, (laughs) I think that this is a regular around the way girl who ran into greg probably at a fucking party and greg literally like why would greg 
why would Greg decide to bring a woman who he does not know like that to his grandfather's like birthday party? And yeah. he's and when he gets confronted about it, he's like, "No, I'm a cousin." Like, <laughs> yeah, I get a plus one. I get a plus one. Like, I'm a cousin. Yeah. Oh my god! And it's just. I love seeing the way Greg is still just so aloof in this show. Like he, he will never learn, you know, he will never figure out what it takes. He's just constantly going to get played with by Tom as a, as a big joke. And, you know, it is actually interesting to think about how, like at the end of the episode, when Logan was, you know, asking people to tell him a joke, like, I think he's just so like just detached from everyone at this point, And he just wants somebody to be real with him. And Tom, who, like, really wants to follow in Logan's footsteps, like, does keep Greg around as humor for him. You know what I mean? Like, there is that element of of Tom, like, wanting to laugh at someone and for that reason keeps Greg around. While Logan has always been so kind of just, like, headstrong in everything that he does that he at, he's at a point where he doesn't have anyone to laugh at or with. Yeah, no, Logan keeps him around, too, for that exact reason, because Logan is surrounded by a bunch of yes-men. He's surrounded by a bunch of yes-men. He's telling people, hey, tell me a joke, or, you know, fucking roast me, and then Greg just goes in instantly, you're me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, where where are your kids? It's your birthday. (laughs) Like, that shit, speaking of, like, that's another thing that I was surprised about. Like, I thought that Okay, obviously, what happened happened, but when it comes to like birthdays, this could be mm. Logan's like last fucking birthday. Where were his children? Like that was fucked up. Yeah. Well, I think Are you not surprised. I think it just shows that we've entered the the last season of the show, you know. And and that was another thing when they announced that this was going to be the last season. I was like, okay. And going into the the first episode of tonight, I was like, hmm, will we see things that indicate that this is the final season of this series? And I think it's a great example where you're starting to see Logan kind of become more detached. He realizes how lonely he is. You know, his his kids are have really officially kind of cut off all contact with them right even trying to set up a phone call is like nearly impossible right the text yeah we can maybe consider a text or or we're gonna need an actual call from him um but you know it just shows like you really see him starting to become detached i mean he's literally asking his bodyguard to like go get dinner with him on his birthday instead of you know other people that are like more important in his inner circle even is it even him becoming detached though? Or is it the kids like trying to show him like just putting their foot down? Mm. Oh, interesting. Because, because I feel like he wanted them there. He would never admit it, obviously. Of course. But yeah. he wanted them there for his birthday. And you know, it is what it is. Like, yeah, I fucked you all over, but I'm your father. Like, I've been your father. You guys are spoiled fucking brats. You're always gonna have your fucking money do something with your lives. Come to my fucking birthday, which is why he's like asking, like, where's the rats? Like, where mm. are the fucking children? And they, I feel like, are probably making like a statement, like, you know what? We don't need you, Dad. Um, you know, we're making new business moves on your birthday we're not there for you we're yeah. not gonna call you or text you like that was just it was heartbreaking for me to see yeah i think a line in the sand has definitely been drawn where they want to cut him off and i think logan's feeling the pain like i think that you know the 
like Kendall and Shiv, they want to make these deals to really kind of stick it to him. But really, they get to him by just not being in his life anymore. And I think that's kind of there's like a there's like a lesson there in the show, right? Of like you can try yeah. to be the most conniving business person and to get back at somebody, but it, if you're affecting them on a personal level, that that's almost a wound that cuts deeper than what they're trying to do. Even Logan Roy needs love. Yeah, and I think that that is the that was the lesson of the show i feel that that was my takeaway of the show even Logan interesting Roy, yeah thugs need love too and, and jokes and humor and jokes okay i used to know like when if 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 you're in a freaking room with logan roy and he tells you hey tell me a joke what would you what joke would you tell him i think i would be like um uh, who is it Carl or Frank that was just like you're one tough nut to crack and then just <laughs> shut my mouth <laughs> um, it's it's so nerve wracking because I'm like I consider myself well my friends consider me people who know me mm-hmm. you included mm-hmm. I feel like most people and tell me if I'm wrong most people consider me like a very funny person 100%. but it's hard to be funny on command like yeah if someone told me hey make me laugh and it, it wasn't Logan Roy like it could be the most geekly person ever it's like I don't know like what what do I even what the fuck do you mean make me laugh tell yeah. me a joke like it just comes out that way but to be put on the spot by Logan like entertain me and then for and then that's where Greg comes in he just instantly like goes into it and like that's just so yeah Greg goes into it because he doesn't know that. any better I think Greg yeah. doesn't know any better. So he just makes the joke. But I think it's, it's one of those weird things where, you know, everyone in Logan's life and, and so much of the show is just business, right? Like there's no kind of personal connection. It's just kind of everybody, you know, playing a sport, right? Which is capitalism more or less. And I think Logan is reached this juncture where he's starting to kind of look back on his life and he's like, well, what have I ever done on a personal level? Like I've achieved all these things. I've created a massive business, but you know, like, like who are my friends? Right. Like, I feel like he's having a moment on his birthday. Like who are my friends? Like, like when was the last time I had a personal conversation? And I think that's where you see him being like, Oh, tell me a joke. Like, come on guys. And then he's realizing that everybody's terrified of him literally as Greg says, and that these people really aren't his friends. These are like his yes men, right? The people that enable him to, uh, you know, do what whatever he wants and to continue to kind of grow and expand his empire. But at the end of the day, he is truly alone. And there is a level of sadness, I think, underneath succession where, you know, these are people that have all the money in the world, but are also just the saddest, loneliest people that you'll ever meet. So... Yeah, and it's also that, like, he has everything, but he has everything to the point where it's, like, I literally have four fucking kids, and I can't give my company to one of them. Succession. Mm. Like, it's supposed to be about who's who's going to take over the family yeah. mantle and right. run my fucking company together, and I'm ending up, like, you know, acquiring other shit and... Being sold and- to a tech company being sold to a yeah. tech company yeah like, i mean that has yeah. got to be the most 
insane thing, especially when you come from his background. Like he, you know, came from literally fucking nothing mm. to work his way all the way to the top to have to acquire billions of dollars to have this company to own TV to have the president on the fucking phone to literally sway elections. And when it comes down to it, it's like you don't have anything that matters. Hmm. Yeah. Ain't that some shit? It's some deep stuff. Speaking of elections, it seems like this season really, really hits on this big election. Just looking at the clip at the end of like what's what's upcoming in the next weeks. It's interesting. Do you think that there's going to be – I know the show always kinds of, kind of dances around current events and politics and you know the fact that in America there's a conservative news outlet and a liberal news outlet and they're always kind of butting heads and, and they're these yeah, two giants. Yeah, like the left turned on themselves. Yeah, like exactly. That. Like do, you, do we think that – there's going to be more of that this season, like really kind of getting into what's happened in America over the past year or the past two years, the way things are are changing. Because I feel like the show in the past has definitely danced around it a little bit and, and has hinted to it in certain ways, but they've never really gone super deep on it yet. I'm curious yeah. what what's going to happen this season. It sounds like it is. And that's not necessarily for me, like a good thing. Mm. um i'm but i do i do trust them though to do yeah. it in a way that is not like political political right like, well to make it funny, funny to make it really yeah. funny and to make it interesting but there was that moment because in the, even shiv was like yeah. talking to someone about the election and then they kept bringing it up and i'm just mm. like okay it's like the second or third time so was, i thought originally like shiv was just gonna be you know dump the hundred and go about her like political career or whatever right, but then right. that opportunity came up and i was like oh thank god yeah. but it does i agree with you it does seem like they are going to like delve into what's going on and right. I, I i'm very interested to see like their take on it i think they're going to to really skewer the uh the last election. I think they're going to go deep into it because even the, in the clip of like the weeks ahead, it looks like the, um, that president elect or whatever, or the president, the presidential candidate that Logan was backing, he tells Tom, he's like, even if I lose, you need to make this look like a win. And I think that is just like such a direct hit to the way Fox news covered, you know, Donald Trump losing real life. <laughs> yeah. And saying yeah, that it was fake. And all this other stuff. Yeah. And then on top of that, we didn't even get to um, Connor. Connor is like, oh my, the one percent. <laughs> you know, it's interesting. Before we before the the premiere, um, I was watching some of the old episodes from last season, and I was just thinking about how Connor's character, like that, must be. I feel like he has like the hardest lines to deliver because it's so outrageous, and he has to deliver yeah. it in the most like straight face. Yeah, and Alan Ruck, who's the actor who plays um, Connor, has actually said in interviews, like, that's literally his approach to the character. He just takes everything that he says, every line that he has to do is 100% just serious. Like, he wants the that 1%. He wants to hold on to the claim that he got 1% of the vote in this election. I do want to know, though, like, 
because I don't really understand politics or like elections like that. Like I, I go and I vote and that's it. But like, why is it that there is, what does it do? Like, can you, for dummies, explain to me on the ballot, like, why is there like a third option or like a fourth option? And like, what does that do? Well, I mean, I think at least in the context of what Connor's like, what trying this to do. Like, person ever win? I mean, look, the way that our government works is that, like, you know, it's even <laughs> though it is a it's, social studies yeah. class. You guys, Hi, hey, guys, I've welcome to the sub pod where we now this is this is the segment where we talk about um, how the American social government studies. works. Yeah, Thank but, you. <laughs> but I mean, even though it really is like always between two parties, I mean, the whole idea of like living in a democracy is that other um, other parties, other people can run as well, even though obviously, you know, they're they're going to lose. Right. But you know, that's why the whole idea of like, you can write in on a ballot, another name, like it's the idea is that it's open, right? Like anybody can, can run. It's not a, it's not a dictatorship or whatever, right? It's a democracy, even though at the end of the day, it usually comes down to two parties, right? So it's really a, you know, like a dual, I don't, I don't even know that I'm, I know there's like a political term, but it's late and I'm, I'm blanking on it, but it's really always comes down to two, two parties. Right. So I think yeah. there's this, that's what I never understood. It's just like, yeah. what is the point of it? Like, I'm all for it. Like, I feel like put some more on, like, you know, like yeah. get some new ideas on there. Like I'm all for it, but it's just like, I don't understand why. So, um, the way that, that Connor does it is just so funny. And the fact that like, um, him and Willa, are supposed mm-hmm. to be getting married he's basically asking her to have a fucking wedding a press wedding so oh he gosh. can stay yes. at fucking one percent is insane well so and i like, think and it goes back though to connor's character right like he's running for president he doesn't even understand that he's obviously like losing and is a laughing stock, but he wants to hold on to that 1%. I do think though, you know, cause remember, um, J- uh, Jesse Armstrong who writes the show, he's British, right? Like I don't, yeah. he's not American. So I think this is also his way to kind of skewer American politics and that, yeah, you know, like, we really do what it. You're doing. Exactly. It comes down to two parties, but there's always somebody that's running as like the other option. They, they know they're not going to win. It's obvious they're not going to win. Right. But they still have to go up there and make those speeches and spend, you know, as Connor said, a hundred million dollars to hold on more. to that one percent. And, <laughs> and then, like yeah, that is, is that is the craziest thing because this is like a hundred million dollars more. Okay. So he's already spent probably more than that. And then she's just like, I mean, yeah, you can do it, but you just be a hundred million dollars less, you know, rich, but you'd still be rich. And he's like yeah but it's still 100 mil the the fact that you can even contemplate that is fucking insane so then that's Mm. okay that that's something that i wanted to talk about like the net worth of these nepo babies how did they pull that fucking money together to be able obviously they have investors and stuff like that Mm -hmm. but to be able to pull that money together yes I definitely How wanted to touch on this happen? because, and and I'll give it a, a breakdown. But I loved the scene where Roman, as they were like debating on what they were going to put the the bid price in for, um, for Pierce, like 
you know, they're like, eh, should we go to 10 billion, nine and a half, 10? And Roman's like, guys, like, let's just take a moment. And like 10 billion is so much money. And Shiv and Kendall are kind of like, you know, scratching their heads, like, yeah, like whatever, but like we have it, you know? And there was that it's moment where like, I, yeah, Roman's trying to be like the adult in the room here. Um, but for yeah. those who didn't catch it, right? So this is how they're gonna try to buy buy Pierce, right? So currently, um uh Waystar Royco is about to be acquired by Go- Gojo, right? That tech company from last season, um, who looks like will be back in play this season, which is really exciting um to see. No, I think it's it's Alexander uh, Skarsgård plays the. Oh, okay, Alexander. Yeah, you're right because he did a bunch of press. Yeah, press. yeah, yeah. So I'm. It's great to see him back. But so essentially, Waystar Royco is getting bought by this giant tech company. Um, we don't know really for how much, but we do know that five percent of that sale goes to the Roy kids, right? Shiv, Roman, and Kendall. Un, it's unknown if Connor gets some as well, like as of <laughs> at this moment. Um, but what they do know is that if they pool their money together, they can make a competitive bid against Logan to buy Pierce. And it looks like that, you know, as this deal with Gojo and Waystar Royco is happening, Logan wants to essentially take over Pierce, buy it, and and you know, kind of like run it as like his last thing with all of his money from selling his company. You know, and kind of try to you know hold on to another empire, maybe even grow it. Um, but it's also kind of like a like a little bit of like a sick irony that this guy that built this very conservative news company is now going to buy like the liberal news company at the end of the day. So I think there's a little bit of like that kind of element going on with with the irony. But um, you know, the idea is that from the sale, the kids will have enough money to at least bid against logan and remember nan pierce doesn't like logan right from season right. two like they are not friends but you know as she said you know she's her company's value has been cut in half right like she does, probably doesn't she doesn't she definitely doesn't have the same kind of money and power that she used to she obviously still has a lot just based off of that vineyard that they are hanging out in but you know she wants to sell the company and she wants to make good money from it and i think that's where Logan comes in to to kind of you know to buy her out, but the wrinkle in this now are the kids because they have some money to play with too, and they're telling her, "Hey, we'll keep the values," you know. And that I thought was a pretty mm-hmm. interesting moment. Like, do you think that Shiv, Kendall, and Roman would actually stay true to that and like keep the values of the Pierce family at their in their company? think that that's where the conflict is going to start because right now they're all on the same page roman now is excited about buying it too now Mm -hmm. so like if they acquire it now it's like okay we got it which direction do we go in shiv is going to have you know an idea Mm -hmm. kendall's going to have a different idea and then roman's going to have an idea and then roman has never been in this position before where he isn't such a serious executive role because they basically let him go and fuck off in like films or wherever mm-hmm. else. But now he has real legit power. So that's going to be super interesting. Do you yeah. think that they're going to keep within that promise? I don't think so. I think we're about to see a lot of infighting. I think we're going to see the deal, you know, fall apart a million different ways before 
we get to any kind of resolution. Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I, it seems like from the look ahead that, you know, Roman might be flirting back with his father of, of joining forces again, but, you know, Shiv and Kendall want to, want to nail, like you know, Sam strong the nail in the coffin. Roman. Yeah. I don't and know. And then that's, that's what I worry about. I think that we were off to an amazing start. I'm sure mm-hmm. that it's going to be an it. amazing ending, but I do worry that there are some people that aren't really showing growth mm-hmm. and that might be Roman. Interesting. In what way? Because he's still trying to make it work with his dad. Mm. Like throughout the season, we might see it. Yeah. Now, I'm saying I'm not saying like I really am upset with the Roy kids not spending his, their dad's birthday with him. But like Roman seems to be the one who could be easily persuaded and get sucked back into Logan's like you know vortex of like control and power and i'm like we've had the same kind of he's scared he's a daddy's boy since Mm -hmm. season one you know and like kendall he always wanted his father's approval obviously since season one but then as the seasons go by we see him rebel he has to eat shit comes Mm -hmm. back wants his approval again but then now he's like okay I'm never going to be like my father. I'm good with that. Shiv has never really, even though she's just like him, she's never really had to worry about getting accepted by him because she's like in her own lane in a sense. So, and then she also has that progression of her relationship or the dissolution of it with Tom. So now it's like, okay, Roman, like what's up? Because when it comes to Connor, Connor is just Connor. Like he's he has one job and it's to make us laugh and like that's it. But yeah. for Roman, I want to see like what's going on. And like is he mm, is right. he ever going to like he's the last piece of the puzzle that needs to flip. Yeah. That really needs like, to take a stand. Exactly. And it doesn't matter if he takes a stand and he stays with he decides with Logan or he decides to stand with his siblings, but it's like you have to choose. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think the show has always been about what does it take to beat Logan Roy? What does it take to a killer to become a killer, to take over a giant, you know, media conglomerate. And I think we've seen each of the Roy siblings kind of make progress in many ways, if you want to call it progress, right? Like of Yeah, in their own fucked up way. Yeah, in their own horrible, messed up way. But I think that the lesson is that they're going to be stronger together. And I think for them to, you know, beat their father, which at this point, I also kind of wonder, like, like whoever ends up with the Pierce company, like, are you really winning? You know, like Logan still is going to make far more money from the sale of Gojo than, or from the, from the sale of Waystar to Gojo than whoever ends up with, you know, the Pierce, you know, media company. Right, which is a much smaller number. It might be about about, like just taking that from him. Yeah, no, hundred percent about winning. Yeah, Yeah. it's about just getting a just getting a W against their dad, and even if it's the smallest thing, 
I think that's that's what we're going to see this season, and that's what I'm really excited to watch. Like, like are they truly stronger together? Can they really overcome Logan Roy and all of his resources and all of the people that stand against them to to really become like kind of a family in their own right? Right, like Logan, Shiv, and Kendall. Like, can they be a family to go in and beat their father? Like, that's what I think it's going to come down to. And I can't wait to see it all unfold. Same. And I also just want to say that Naomi is a trifling ass bitch. Like, I just can't. Mm. I can't. I've all, like, we've always had our suspicions. We have always had our suspicions. True. We never really knew where Naomi lied. Like, even, you know, yeah. last season when it came to Kendall's fucking birthday, like, she was just a piece of True. shit then. Like, she, she literally went missing at the end of the season. It's just like, what is she doing? And then we kind of do see not trust her, her play her fucking hand. This the first episode by literally what having lunch with tom mm. and i actually would like to see tom and her together yes i think that that would be so interesting i think that that, that, would, that would piss shiv the fuck off because shiv thinks that tom can't do any better than her in my opinion he can't look at shiv but <laughs> like imagine if he never tom was able to pull naomi <laughs> Like what? It would be epic. And maybe that that's maybe that's how the show ends, right? Maybe it's like the siblings end up with Pierce, right? Like they bought they they're successful in buying it. Logan has all the money from the from the Gojo deal. But Tom and Naomi end up and Shiv is just destroyed. Like even though she <laughs> she wins, she can't really appreciate the win. Um, like that would because that would literally be the only competition that she has it's it's not fucking anyone else on this on the show at least that's been introduced that has that kind of power like she naomi comes from the pierce family she's dated kendall like it would literally be a strike for not only shiv but also kendall like it would just be insane it would be amazing. And I don't trust that bitch, but she is a well-dressed bitch. I will say that her and that fucking like J. Crew haircut and that J. Crew outfit that she oh, had yeah. on, like she she's is, ready to fight. She is ready to slay. She is she serving. Is. But um, okay, and, so I do want to ask: Do you think that at this point, which I think I already know the answer, do you think that at this point a a death of Logan is even in the cards. Mm, that's a great question because I remember I've definitely said before that the show won't really reach a pinnacle if he doesn't die. I don't know if that's true anymore after watching it's this not. first episode because even seeing him kind of question, you know, you, you really see him like just starting to question his surroundings of like, you know, like what, like what is it all worth it? You know, what, what is it all worth? Like, is there an afterlife? Like, what, what happens when we all die? Like, just seeing him, like, kind of question his own life and question, like, have I made the right decisions? Is actually a more interesting thing to see right. than him dying. I think now, At, from a character yeah. standpoint, like, I think it would be more interesting to see him like really apologize to his kids at the end of the series to really see him show remorse for the way he's been his entire life to see maybe even a change to see him help um, his, his kids for once 
um, at, on like a personal level, like not just getting, you know, Kendall out of like trouble, um, you know, or, or promising Shiv something, but not following through on it. You know, it would be interesting to see him really try to like repair the relationship. I think that's a more interesting ending than him dying. Yeah, yeah. that's a great question. What, what do you think? I totally agree. I think that it would actually be worse if he died. I yeah. think it would it would fuck the show up totally. if he died. Even if he died like the second or episode or the last episode, he doesn't need to die. He needs to. Sometimes life is worse than death. Mm. <laughs> CD, he needs to literally see like, was it worth it all? And yeah. he's seeing right now. He's reflecting. And he is throwing temper tantrums and he's telling his bodyguard that he's his best bud or his best Oh my man. god, his best pal. <laughs> his best pal. Oh my god. Oh my god, to be Logan's best pal in a diner in New York City. Only one can dream. Only one can dream. Only one Yo. can dream. Yeah. Oh my god. Well uh, this I do have one last thing to confront you on. Um yes. this motherfucker. You guys, we have been gone for so long, but so go- so long. Jay is my friend, and so we talk a lot, and we talk about shows, obviously, which is why we are thinking about, you know, what is this podcast after Succession is over? But we talk about shows, what we're watching, and and just life in general as friends do. Tell me how this fucking dude. Month, I think it was like a month ago saw a spoiler and i'm not gonna tell you guys a spoiler because i am not that kind of person sends me the spoiler and then acts like oh and then ask me oh do you want to know who it is like (laughs) i don't want to even i don't even want to get into it at this moment because even talk even hinting at what the spoiler could be and okay i'll i'll take a step back here i saw something online while this last season was filming that gives away a major plot point of this season i will not bring it up here um, on this episode i will not bring it up until it happens he's nice to you guys he doesn't (laughs) want to he doesn't want to bring it up to you guys but instantly did not think of me did not give a fuck about my feelings just literally (laughs) sent it to me and was like well when i saw it i was i was just so so shocked that um i had to i had to send it to someone I, I needed to i needed to express that like i was like oh my god um but it was a major spoiler and we'll see i wish i didn't see it so uh for that i apologize for sending it to you but <laughs> but when when we get to that episode i mean so much is to come we'll just leave it at that so yeah. much is to come this season um and you know we'll be here every week breaking down uh, the characters breaking down the story of this last season, as always giving our predictions of what's going to happen next. Um, so definitely stick around, tune in, uh, like the podcast, subscribe to it. You know, we appreciate all the support um, from, from all the people that have been following along and listening. So thank you. Thank you for listening and tell your friends about this podcast, rate us five stars, subscribe and meet us back here literally every week and follow us on the official subpod Instagram, that is S-U-C-C dot P-O-D. We'll see you online, and we'll see you next week for an all-new episode of Suck. Bye!